You're listening to the Big Dogs Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Smith, head coach at Big Dogs. Today, I interviewed athlete Colleen Foch. We dove into training, her why, and her thoughts on the CrossFit changes. If you like this episode, please go over to iTunes, rate the review, and subscribe. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey guys, Sam Smith here. I'm going to interview Colleen Foch today, the gorgeous, even though you can't see her, but you got to take my <laughs> word for it. Um, all right, Colleen, why don't you give our listeners, you know, your athletic background, where you currently train, who's your coach, and yeah, and who you are. Cool. Hey guys, so it's Colleen Foch. I currently train at OPEX North Scottsdale. I'm currently with Big Dogs. Mike Lee is my coach. Uh, moved here about now a year ago. Just celebrating yeah. my one year anniversary. Um, so my background in athletics, pretty much did every sport growing up. Uh, stuck with swimming. Um, parents kind of chose it for me, but then I, <laughs> I fell in love with it later on. Um, so swam throughout high school through college, swam at UC Berkeley, and after swimming, um, honestly had no idea what I wanted to do, just wanted to stay fit, and that's how I found CrossFit. Um, my friend dragged me to regionals back in 2013, I believe it was in Santa Rosa, so it was outside, like oh, yeah. old school regionals. Yeah. Um, Out in the dirt. Yeah. Wind. Yeah. Oh, the ring. Yeah, they were doing, I think, burpee muscle-ups. It was a nightmare. Um, But yeah, so I kind of struggled just finding what I wanted to do. And a lot of my friends that I had swam with still wanted to swim and run and do yoga. And a lot of them were really into, I want to get smaller and stuff, (laughs) as funny as it sounds. And I mean, honestly, I was, I kind of did too. I was like, I, I don't like, I didn't like how big my arms were and or my legs or whatever, which is super funny because I was like 20 pounds lighter than I am now. So, um, But I loved lifting and I knew I wanted to do that, but was going through the whole complex of, oh, I'm scared of getting big. So I'd go and do, you know, get cleans and dumbbell work and then I'd sit on an elliptical for like an hour and it was ridiculous and I hated it. Um, yeah, so then my friend was like, hey, we should go to this CrossFit competition. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And... Uh, it was probably the first time in my entire life where I was like, man, I need to be more muscular. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. Um, and signed up the following day, and I just loved the competitiveness. Ugh, wow, can't talk <laughs> of it. Um, and loved just working out with people. It was one thing that I really missed from college athletics. And was just obsessed and started to do local comps and then thought, hey, maybe one day that'd be so cool if I could go to regionals. And then somehow qualified my first year in the CrossFit, um, barely. So 2015? Uh, 14. 14. Yeah. I had no business being there. It was yeah. like, that was the year of, uh, like the nasty girls version two yes. with the pistols yeah. and stuff. The old red squat, um, pull up was the last event. Yeah. And yeah. The hang squat clean was like the strength event. Mm-hmm. Um, or you... it was a squat snatch. Squat snatch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You had like three attempts. Yeah, 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 and handstand walking. Yeah. I remember I had never walked my hands. I was like, what is going on? And I remember, yeah, that last event, 135 overhead squat was, like, unheard of. I was like, that's so yeah. heavy. 205 for guys, which was a lot. Yeah. 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 
Well, you, I, you kind of skipped over, but it's not like you were some schmuck at Berkeley swimming. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> didn't you? Uh, didn't you pursue it a little bit afterwards? Uh, so. Did, so I went to, yeah. or I qualified for Olympic trials in yeah. 2008, uh, went and then qualified again in 2012 and decided not to do it in 2012. So I would have had to continue swimming a little bit after I graduated. Yeah. Um, and I did it mostly because, so college swimming is short course yards and I was more of a sprinter, liked walls and stuff. Um, Olympic trials is long course meters, which just wasn't. I wasn't as good at so mostly I just knew I probably wasn't going to make the Olympics so and I was like I've already gone you know I've gotten the experience yeah. and wanted to end more on a high note which mm-hmm. um, we got to because we won um, NC2A is my junior and senior year um, no big deal <laughs> got an American record too which yeah. is cool um, which has been broken since but uh, but it's I still right. have that black yeah yeah so so it, it happened um, but yeah, and now I never, well, it's funny too, cause I, I mean, a lot of girls I swim with love swimming. They're like, I just love being in the water and it's awesome. And, and I'm starting to appreciate it again, but I mean, I, after college swimming, I was like, I'm never going back in the water yeah. unless it's in like an inner tube and like yeah. <laughs> chilling at the pool. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny that CrossFit has kind of brought it full circle mm-hmm. and now I'm swimming more than I thought I would. Yeah. And I just really appreciate feeling comfortable in the water, yeah. especially at these bigger events now. So Yeah, I know. Some long swims. Yeah. Some of these events. Yeah. But it is interesting how athletes who, who reach a very high level in a sport, um, you know, get to potentially a point where there's not resentment, but there's almost burnout where you're like, mm-hmm. all right, I need a break from this for a while. And, uh, you know, and it just kind of goes to show, like, how much goes into – getting to that level that I don't think a lot of people can resonate with unless they've been there and experienced all that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And you do push up on the border of burnout or, um, you know, lack of enjoyment with what you're doing because mm-hmm. of so much work, especially swimming where you, you yeah. have to well, accumulate. Just feel like the same thing yeah. every day. Yeah. So much, uh, volume. It just blows my mind. You know, like golf with me, at least I could be outside and go to different golf right. courses, but you, it's like, same I'm, line I'm in the water the and I'm yeah. going down this line right. for a long time. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's, uh, it's always a fascinating thing to hear people talk about who've had athletic endeavors at a very high level. And um, I think it gets missed with people, especially those that get interested in CrossFit or competing at a high level, forget about the sacrifice or all the pieces that go into setting yourself up to reach your potential, which, you know, in an ideal world might be near the top, what you're trying to chase. Mm -hmm. Um, And as a segue, um, why don't you go into kind of, uh, you know, your goals with fitness now that you've transitioned from swimming and now you're, you kind of, you know, pursuing this arena and um, what does that look like for you in the next, you know, let's say five years? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the ultimate competitive goal is to get to the CrossFit Games and it's, really cool just even being able to say that and not getting all like yeah. I don't know like red in the face and like nervous about yeah. saying it she's not I, red in the face yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys don't know yeah. but um because I feel like when I first moved here I wasn't comfortable saying that yeah. um and I think a lot of that was I just hadn't convinced myself that I was and I don't necessarily think I was prepared at the time mentally or physically to own that mm-hmm. 
Um, and it feels, I mean, even just being here a short time, I mean, not that a year is that short, but um, just to feel like I'm on that path. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike and I have talked a lot about, I mean, that's the ultimate goal, but more than that is just reaching my full potential. Mm-hmm. And I think with me, I have to check in a lot, <clears throat> especially at these bigger competitions, is I mean, I'm really competitive and I love winning and losing sucks, yeah. but just, I don't know, sometimes when things, when you don't win, being okay with that was 100% of what I had at the time. Um, and I'm still working on that because a lot of times I, like, let's say, you know, it's a gymnastics event and I probably am not going to be winning all of those yeah. and being okay with that was the best Colleen could do. Yeah. And... And that's fine, and I don't yeah. need to win every event, and yeah. that's okay. Um, and, yeah, so I think just being here, I've done a lot of growing, not only as, I mean, physically, you know, after being in CrossFit for, I guess it's almost been, or about four years now, yeah. it feels like way longer. You start to think, okay, well, have I tapped out? Like, is yeah. this it? Um, and I think just being with big dogs, the programming has just been so much better than anything I've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool to be four years in and feel the strongest, the healthiest, the happiest I've ever felt. Um, And especially coming off a shoulder surgery about two years ago. I mean, I thought that was never gonna happen. I was like, I'm probably always gonna be super uncomfortable in an overhead squat or a snatch. I was like, how am I even going to get back to what I was, let alone exceed that and then keep going? Um, And it's so cool to look back at, like, the Colleen back then and be like, oh, my God, I'd run circles around her now. And so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool, and I'm excited. Um, I mean, obviously, I think, like, every other competitive CrossFitter, you know, I had a mini freakout when all the new changes were... Mm -hmm. um, not really announced, but when um, the speculations started to come out, because obviously there's still more to come out, but um, uh, kind of weird. I felt like someone was, even though I know this is not the case, I felt like someone was taking away um, an experience I'd really, like, longed for. I guess I I was just really excited, especially with last year being so close. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just excited to be at regionals have you know like my coaches and like my family like and have that moment there Mm -hmm. yeah and not that that moment still won't happen but it's just so different Mm -hmm. and you can't really plan on when it's going to be like before it was like okay it's this one weekend it's either now or never and now it's like well it could happen in january it could happen in june it's like um so again it's just different and um Again, like, I definitely went through the, like, I was mad about it, I was sad, I was... But then you have to realize, like, no one told me, you can never go to the CrossFit Games. Or, um, it's just gonna look different, and you can only control what you can control. And I think what's given me confidence and peace is just having Mike as a coach, and believing in the programming, Mm -hmm. and having because I feel more prepared, believing in my own ability, and just knowing that, you know, I mean, with these, with CrossFit in general, it's always changing and evolving and stuff, so 
all you can do is control what you can and then just kind of be ready to roll with the Mm -hmm. punches a little bit so that's great that was a lot of there's a lot of great things in there um the biggest one i thought was your change in in perspective on what you're capable of and Mm -hmm. and and being able to say something that used to scare you or cause some anxiety (laughs) that might have been visibly able to see and then now it's like no i can say that with confidence and know that that's there's a high probability that that's going to happen very soon um and i think that's rooted in what you were saying where you have you have trust and belief in what you're doing and you're seeing growth and development in that mm-hmm. and as a result you have more confidence in yourself and then that breeds you know greater progress and growth in your training because you're you're invested and see value and worth in that and that's huge and so that's cool to to see your evolution over the last year of going from and even me as an outside perspective per um spectator that's the correct word we're looking for at regionals and just seeing how you know that challenge and and putting yourself in the position to to make it and you know kind of facing that 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 anxiety or like do i really deserve this am i ready for this i don't know and then now seeing you over the last few months as you've prepared and then when you won granite games just seeing how you've changed in your demeanor and how you hold yourself and it's it's cool to watch uh you as an athlete kind of develop like that and it just um, goes back to your, you know, your discipline and belief in yourself as it's been transforming, and uh, and it's it's been great, and that's and it speaks to the process that a lot of people have to kind of go through in their own fitness journey when they're trying to reach their potential, and uh, you know, kind of facing your own demons of of things that are trying to pull you down that you're kind of manifesting yourself mm-hmm. because you know you have all these things going for you, but you're trying to find ways to you know, nah, I can't do that. That's not going to happen. And, uh, so it's cool that you've, you know, you're, you're overcoming those and now you're coming out the other side, a, a more formidable, uh, opponent, we mm-hmm. could say. And, uh, so that's cool. And, uh, yeah, you touched on the changes, which again was, yeah, probably frustrating, um, because you just, you build up all this energy and drive for that one weekend. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, well, what am I going to do now? I just going to go to some competition, but you know, and it's great that you've turned uh, potentially a negative into a positive and see now the value and all these added additions to, you know, the season and how there are more opportunities. You're still getting to compete against great athletes and you still get to validate your, um, let's say not worth, but your, uh, level of fitness in the sport because mm-hmm. you can, still reach the, the ultimate goal of going to the game so yeah. that uh that's cool and, and i'm glad you're looking at it from that perspective which a lot of people should glean some insight from um who've been challenging themselves and and you know and possibly having some anxiety about not being able to go to regionals mm-hmm. and uh yeah so that, that was great to hear um and they're swimming and all of those <laughs> yeah that too. well we don't know for sure but yeah yeah, <laughs> so. yeah 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 that's that's a big upside too. It's like, hey, I can get another W out of a competition, yeah. give me a big swim event. As long as there's uh, not too much running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> swim, row, bike, and then four hundred meter run. That's yeah, all I need. Perfect. <laughs> I like it. Um, but you know, because I think the one thing that I really wanted to talk to you about was, you know, it's always great talking to people about, yeah, I want to do this, want to do that, you know, want to go to the Olympics, I want to mm-hmm. be a professional athlete but they forget about all that goes into that. And not, and I don't like using the word sacrifice because you're not giving up something that you 
you potentially want, you're, you're exchanging something that you could mm-hmm. have for something that's more valuable to yeah. you. And as a result, you're aligning your, your actions, your daily habits, your daily rhythm, all around what this goal is because mm-hmm. it has a lot of value. And so I think it would be, you know, it, it'd be great for people to hear what your day looks like on a weekly basis, you know, what you, what, what, what it's just what your life looks like, you know, yeah. to give people insight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so since being with big dogs, um, it was just crazy. Cause I feel like before I had things somewhat dialed in from uh-huh. like a nutrition standpoint, yeah. recovery kind of. Um, and then when I got here, I was like, wow, there's so much I'm not doing. <laughs> I was like, wow. But then it's kind of cool because you're like, wow, okay, there's so much I'm not doing. If I do these things, then I can just keep progressing. Yeah. And not only was um, did I fall in love with the programming so much and felt like it was just, it made sense. It was smart. Mm-hmm. I felt like, especially with my shoulder, I was so nervous to go back into what I felt CrossFit training, you know, looked like yeah. before. I was like, my body's not gonna be able to do that. Yeah. Um, not just my shoulder, but I was like, I'm only gonna last like another year or two in this. Um, and so, from a recovery standpoint, my recovery days used to look like, you know, either I was sitting on the couch or it was like, I feel like so many people are like, oh, I did a recovery track workout. I was like, okay, well, like running's not like the easiest thing for me. Yeah. So if I go to a track workout, I'm not recovering at yeah. all. Like, yeah. sure, I'm not lifting weights, but it's still so much impact on my yeah. body. And I'm not going to feel good the next day. But, um, uh, and I felt like my nutrition was somewhat, it was getting better. Um, but it still wasn't, I don't know. And I mean, it's probably never going to be perfect, but, um, I feel like I have way more control on it now. And so when I first came out here and I saw like what a recovery day was going to look like, and I see that, you know, I'm going to swim 30 minutes in the morning and then I'm going to go on like a 40 minute chill hike. And then I'm going to, uh, you know, sit on a bike for 30 minutes. And I was like, going to be exhausted <laughs> like what is this and um turns out it works yeah. <laughs> so I was like I was kind of hoping it wasn't I was like man I'd just rather nap <laughs> um but uh, but it is crazy how I was just yeah I feel like my recovery wasn't on point so I felt like I was just getting beat up day after day before yeah. and now um granted obviously there's still days where I'm really sore or just more tired um but I feel like I just have better routines. Um, My morning routines um, are just way more dialed in, just more consistent Mm -hmm. throughout. Um, And just sleeping better and just paying attention to really little things that I wasn't paying attention to before. Um, And so I mean a typical day, if um, training day. So I pretty much get up every morning at like between 6.30 and 7, depending on how tired I am. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I still set an alarm, but usually don't need one. Um, my body's pretty much accustomed to it now. Um, and I've definitely changed how I eat or what I eat for breakfast. Um, definitely toyed around with it. I'm definitely not a person who can go in on an empty stomach, um, especially with how long our mornings are from like two to three hours. So I would just be starving. 
But um, but then I used to eat so much, and I especially here in the summers, like with how hot it was and stuff, I just couldn't handle it. Um, also had to make sure I was eating like right when I got up to make sure I wasn't like full of food going into yeah. whatever I was gonna do for the day. Um, so I'll usually well, and also this may sound silly to other people, but my entire life with swimming was you get up in the morning and you're rushing. So it's like, you're barely getting food. I mean, we, in high school, we had to be on the pool deck at 4:45 AM. So, I mean, you're trying to get just even like five more minutes of sleep. So, um, I like vowed to myself. I was like, I want my mornings. Like I'm going to get up. I'm going to eat. I'm going to sit down with a cup of coffee yes. and like, watch whatever and it's just gonna be relaxing and I don't have to be rushing out the door um and I think it's good because it just kind of gives my body time to just get ready for the day and just to get awake and all that stuff um and then I usually start training at nine but I usually get here like 8 30 8 45 to warm up and stuff and that's another thing I feel like my warm-up protocol is so much better and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why like my shoulders feel way better than they have been um and that just like I've taken little things from just Mike's programming and um Jeff who we work with um a physical therapist and stuff that's just worked throughout the years since I've been here and just keep doing that like I (laughs) um especially my teammates uh from NorCal could speak to this we uh we did not warm up very well at all, um, if at all. And, uh, it was a workout. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was another workout, you know? <laughs> exactly. We'll do, like, three rounds, salt bike, 50 wall balls, 50 yep. cows. Yeah, it was usually, like, a brutal imam of, yeah, like, a salt bike burpees and, like, I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. But that's, like, what the norm was. Yeah. Like, that's what everyone was yeah. doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the morning, all the coaches are on the floor, so usually that's, um like the meat of the programming for the day, whether it's usually a combo of lifting, skill work, um, some interval type stuff, AMRAPs, um, at least that's what I've been doing now. And then I'll usually go home, my shake and stuff, go home, I eat, I mean the same thing every day. And people like, it's so funny, cause I, like I'm just a creature of habit and I yeah. love routine. Yeah. Um, and, like, if I don't have to mix up something, I'm not going to. Like, I love, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, with food, like, I'll mix up occasionally. But, like, I love just knowing exactly what it's going to be every single day. Yeah. Um, so I'll usually just eat my lunch, um, chill for, like, a little bit. Um, and I'm currently in a master's program. So oh, that's nice. usually, like, from, so I usually get home, like, around noon-ish. And then from, like, one thirty or 2 till four when I start my PM is usually when I do homework and reading and whatnot. Um, it's just worked for me like time management wise mm-hmm. to feel like, okay, from nine till the end of my PM is like my work day. Yeah. And then I don't have to worry about trying to do like homework or reading. Like when I'm just really tired at night, yeah. I can start to wind down. Um, so around four, I'll come back for my PM and that lately is usually just all the aerobic stuff. Um, and luckily I have rowers at my apartment, so if it's rowing, I can stay there and like maybe get it done a little bit earlier. Um, 
And that's usually anywhere from like an hour, hour and a half. Not too bad. Um, and then, yeah, by like 5, 5.30, done for the day. And then go eat again. Um, yeah, and then just chill. Like, kind of boring. Just like watch whatever sports are on and just sit With on the some couch. some gluten-free cookies. Yes, yes. <laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. I actually really want to make those today. <laughs> so good. Uh, I, every time I have them or I make them, I'm like, I got it. I need to do intervals for like an hour because I just have like a thousand calories. <laughs> That's why I honey. bring them here. Like... <laughs> they're so good though. And they're gluten-free, so you know. You they're he- healthy. Yeah. Dark chocolate chips, honey. Right. Yeah, I mean, come oil, on. I mean... Like what else? Yeah, you need, you know? exactly. And they're made with love, so that counts. Oh, for sure. Um, but no, that's great. Thanks for detailed rundown. That uh, yeah, I think the the great overarching piece is the rhythm aspect, which is so mm-hmm. integral to success for any athlete or even a person in daily life. Like the more disciplined and systematic our day can be, you know, things just fall into place. There's less stress on the system. We know mm-hmm. what's coming. It's not as chaotic. We have more control over it. Mm-hmm. And then that just helps build over time, compounding all these great little things we're doing. And then over the course of a year, that just turns into this, you know, massive improvement or change in perception on on your abilities based upon all the work you've put in from being consistent and, and rhythmical with your day. And so that's that just speaks volumes to you as growing as an athlete is by, you know, believing in that process and making it. Uh, a daily part of your routine it's just mm-hmm. it just you know it fruits your labor showing and uh and I think that was probably rooted in the swimming background where there's mm-hmm. just you know there's pieces of the day that take place you know you swim and you shovel some food and you go to class and then you go swim again and then it's like you study and it's just you know there's these patterns that are prevalent in all athletes at high levels and so it's always great to hear you know somebody break that down because I think a lot of people think one thing of what you know somebody doing fitness as a full-time gig mm-hmm. looks like versus what it actually looks like and so that was uh, that was great to hear so yeah no it is like I recently had I mean like my family's super supportive and um they've definitely when I first started CrossFit they're like what is this this is like some weird hobby you're doing um but now it's cool to see them so invested in it mm-hmm. but it is like you were saying before, whether if you're not completely immersed into it, it's hard to conceptualize what it actually does take. Yeah. And like you said, the sacrifice and and it's all stuff like you said that you're willing to give up yes. for this greater thing that you're trying to achieve. Yes. Um, but it is really interesting. Like I had my little sister come out here and she kind of just was my shadow for a few days and yeah. would just like follow me and she's like, We're going back to the gym and like <laughs> and you know, it's just funny that You know, even the people that love you and support you the most and, like, you know, they try to understand what it... But if you're not in it, like, it's just really hard to realize what it does take. Mm -hmm. Um, But what another thing that I love about being here is just how much information or how much I've been able to learn since being here. And, I mean, I'm a firm believer if you can control something that's Mm -hmm. going to make you better or help you achieve whatever goal you're trying to achieve... There's no excuse not to do it. Um, And that's one thing that, again, goes back to, like, just feel the calm and peace of going into these competitions is, like, 
is if I feel like I've done everything that I could, I've made all the choices to get myself, to put myself in the best position, Mm -hmm. then that's going to get, I mean, I'll still get nervous and feel like I'm going to throw up before, but that's okay. okay. It's powerful. Yeah, no, exactly. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, Well, I think that might be a good uh, ending point, hit on a lot of great things. So thank you for today and your time. And uh, wish you all the best this year. Thank you. Thank you.